Hi, I'm Tom Hendrickson from MyITCareerCoach.com, where we build great tech careers, and welcome to Tech Career Talk. Today we're going to talk about Are You Quick? with Joshua Kuriewski from a recent conversation I had with him on the Agile Online Meetup. But Josh, you want to talk to us about Are You Quick? So I'm guessing most people know who you are, Josh. You've been around, you've been doing a lot of stuff online, but if you just want to just give a quick intro to yourself, or maybe there's a few people that aren't familiar with all the work and all the things you've been doing. Sure. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome and uh, pleasure to be here. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Fosco, for inviting me. Um, I'm uh, the CEO of Industrial Logic. We're one of the oldest agile consultancies around. Started doing this before the agile word was even being used. Um, so we go back to 1996. And uh, we, our company is a small global company, and we, we help other companies get a whole lot better at Agile and Lean and what we call modern Agile. So um, heavily focused on getting real business outcomes and not just following ceremonies. Um, I wrote a book called Refactoring to Patterns many years ago, working on a new book about modern Agile, and uh, happy to be here. Excellent. So you say a small company. Tell us a little bit about your, your company, Industrial Logic, Josh. Uh, you know, we're a little over 60 people at this point, uh, helping customers globally um, on three different continents, sometimes four. Uh, we, we really are known for helping at the technical level. Uh, but, you know, we have lots of people that are also extremely good working with leadership and management to change their thinking, lean thinking, and uh, in using modern agile principles to help influence behavior. Uh, we, like I said, we've been around since 1996. So we're, uh, you know, 23 years in business. Uh, helped a lot of companies you've heard of, name brand companies, companies in the Fortune 10. Um, we also work with smaller companies and, uh, yeah. But Josh, you want to talk to us today about, are you quick? So I know working with Vasco and you on this, you, you've got a lot of things here you want to talk about, but why don't you start us off and kind of lay the groundwork of what, what inspired this? Absolutely. Uh, the, what inspired this is the, my devotion, if you will, to the, the definition of agility. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to talk about this, however. I, I just want to point out that if you ask 100 people what Agile means, you'll, you will get 100 completely different answers. And um, my, my understanding and appreciation of agility has, has been changing over the years. It's been expanding, if you will. It's been getting more precise as well. So part of the reason for giving this talk is to help people get closer and closer to the real genuine nature of agility. Definition and listening to other people has evolved as well. Yeah, I, I definitely, uh, my, my thinking on it has evolved a lot. Um, part of it has been that the, the industry, well, the software industry, you know, has, you know, really exploded in terms of interest in Agile, and it's, it's gone past the software industry into other industries as well. Mm -hmm. So other, other human endeavors, whether it's uh, people doing drug development or 
you know, marketing or sales. There's all kinds of people interested in being more agile these days. Harvard Business Review had it on their front page, front cover of the magazine. Everyone wants to be agile. So that, that means we have to think about and talk about agile in, the, in, a, in a language that works for a variety of people, not just folks involved in IT or software. So what, in your mind, and maybe from your perspective, how has that changed Agile and, and the kind of perspectives and the, the frameworks and various things? Well, you know, if I think a lot of people think Agile means Agile software development. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people think Agile means uh, Scrum or Agile means their specific practice. Maybe it's uh, the scaled Agile framework. Whatever happens to be popular, um, they equate Agile with that. They also talk about doing Agile as if it were a recipe. Agile, the adjective, means that we are trying to be Agile at whatever we're definition. And if you look at a variety of dictionaries, um, you will always see that quickness is a part, not the whole, but a part of agility. Mm. And I'm well, guessing a lot of people focus on that part alone. Yes, there's, there's, there are harmful ways to think about speed, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about that. It's a, it's a very difficult line uh, to, to be on because you can easily fall prey to haste. Yeah. So, so in your mind, what are some of those, I guess, because it kind of sounds like it's a double-edged sword. That speed is is good to a point, but then and there's some points where it it's not the the be all the end all. Correct. the 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 speed thing is part of the definition. So what what is the definition of agile? Right. If you look at a variety of uh, you know dictionaries from the Oxford English Dictionary uh, to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary you'll often see the word quick in there, but it's not alone. It's easy as well. Quick and easy. Quick, easy grace. Quick, resourceful and adaptable. But quick is always in there. And if you, and if you, if you only think it's quick, you're missing the boat, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just about speed. It's also about ease and grace. Yeah. So it's very easy to make that, that uh, mistake of just going after quickness and missing the other parts and we're going to talk about that uh, today Um, the other thing is that if you're getting it wrong I think if you're if you're going too fast where you're out of control Mm -hmm. where you're dangerous you're you're potentially harming yourself your reputation with the company's reputation um, I don't call that quickness I call that haste and we, as we know, haste makes waste. There's all these little phrases. Um, the one that I like best is from John Wooden, who was the award-winning coach of the UCLA basketball team, the Bruins. Yeah. And he would say, be quick, but don't hurry. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you've heard that term, what you have to understand is there's a fine line between being quick and hurrying. Do you see that, and I'm, I'm just kind of thinking back through my experience, is there at certain points in our careers maybe that we are hasty or is it maybe have it to do more with, um, I guess, perhaps maybe different positions that people maybe focus on the incorrect thing or what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Josh? I think like if you look at the long term, 
So the, the interesting thing about speed is you have to think about the long term. Um, you can do something really fast, mm -hmm. and it might actually harm you in the long term. Um, you can do something that is fast and is perfectly good for the long term. Yeah. So part of it is looking at the long-term effects of something, mm -hmm. in, my, in my opinion, if you really want to be genuinely agile. I mean, you can always, so that's the thing, you can always say, in that moment, this person was very agile, yeah. right? I, they ate the fast food. Mm -hmm. They got their meal done quickly. But, you know, several years down the line, they're having health issues. <laughs> Uh, that might not be ultimately what real agility is. Mm -hmm. So that, that's part of it. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're, we're talking about this concept of are you quick? Um, I had previously given a uh, talk called Are You Curious, by the way. Um, so I'm trying to do a sequence of these talks that, that I think are pretty important to agility, and curious is one of those. Quick is another. So the definition of agile that I like is from modern Merriam-Webster dictionary. And it says, characterized by this ready ability to move with quick, easy grace, or having a quick, resourceful, and adaptable character. As you see, quickness is, is in both of these uh, definitions, right? And again, go to, other go to other dictionaries, you'll find the same thing. Uh, and Tom, by the way, anytime there's a question, feel free to, you know, interrupt me. I have no problem answering questions. Sure. Lo love to, lo I'd like, love for this to be interactive. Whoever's here, don't be shy. Please uh, challenge me, ask questions, whatever you think. Okay. Will do. Will do. Thanks. Um, so this is John Wooden, the guy there in the circle. And he's basically, he was a coach of the UCLA Bruins, considered one of the greatest coaches of the 20th century. He brought that team to championships many times. Uh, and this was his very famous phrase, uh, be quick, but don't hurry. And he would often say to his players, you know, you, you, you really got to find that line between being quick and, and not hurrying. And that's, this involves thinking. So it's probably going to be really unpopular. Because it's not just a recipe you can follow. It requires thinking, okay? Am I being quick right now or am I hurrying? I like to say speed is good, but haste is harmful. And we have to be able to distinguish between speed and haste, okay? So I want to tell a quick story. It's a printer company you've probably heard of. They put out a brand new printer, brand new printer, they wrote the driver software for the printer, 2 million lines of code. Everything worked. They shipped it. People bought it. It was popular. Everyone was happy. Then they decided to put out a, a new edition of the printer, and they copied the 2 million lines of code. They made a new repository. They modified it to work with the new printer, and they shipped it. And then they did that three more times and then they did that even more until they'd done it 18 times in other words they'd taken the 2 million lines of code and duplicated it 18 times now they had 36 million lines of code Wow! every time there was a bug 
they'd have to go fix it in 18 different code bases. Hmm. <laughs> this is exactly what I mean when I talk about haste, right? Hmm. You're being hasty in the way you're getting this printer out the door. And you might be rewarded for it. This is the thing that, you know, there might be rewards for the business outcomes of getting the printer out the door and sold, you know, bonuses, and promotions. However, long-term effect of this, the same company now sees this as an organizational black eye. Mm -hmm. They look at this as something they never want to have happen again. I literally had someone in my class. He, was, um, he said, I'm lucky, Josh, because when I fix a defect, I only have to fix it on 10 of the 18 code bases. Not all 18. <laughs> lucky. Yeah. Now, what we know in software is that they very, very likely could have taken the 2 million lines of code, modified it to allow it to be configured to handle the different printers, the 18 different printers, right? Same code base using good software engineering design to make it work across multiple devices. Instead, they hurried, copied and pasted and just made a mess. So I want to be really clear. There's a lot of ways to screw up when you think you're going fast. There's even, as I said, incentives to yeah. do things with haste that reward you financially, but are ultimately very bad for the organization. What about that, Josh? You, you talk about incentives, I'm guessing, and it, it kind of talk about, I guess, so many other externalities, you know, maybe if we want to focus on software, but there's externalities of maybe it's a VP getting a bonus, or maybe it's, um, you know, somebody wanting to... Um, ship something by a certain date, you know, we have the holiday season coming up. Maybe there's a product that they want to have on the shelves at a certain time, but talk to us about how we can, you know, handle some of those externalities and that pressure um, and, and still be in your term quick. So the, the, the issue here was that there was initial speed followed by tremendous slowness. Mm. That is to say fixing defects across all 18 printers was incredibly slow. Yeah. So we're not looking for flash in the pan speed. We're not looking for just a short amount of speed. We're looking for sustained speed. This illustrates how they missed that opportunity. Mm -hmm. They missed the opportunity for sustained speed. So over time, they slowed down and slowed down and slowed down. And we've all seen this with legacy code where there's so many quality issues that, you know, you're going really slow. You can barely get anything done. Management's unhappy. They want to outsource it because they think no one can develop software anymore around here. When a lot of times it's a lot of poor decisions that have been made in the name of haste or speed, but it's really haste, uh, leading to ultimately going quite slow. So like I said, I think you have to think about this definition of agile. Quick, easy grace over this long period of time. Right? It's not that you can just have a, a short burst of speed and, and that you're really being agile. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like how you focused on the holistic, like you, you talked about that before, that it's a long-term thing as opposed to, you know, maybe you get that first thing done and then repeat it, but it's not a good design and it ends up being slower in the long term. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Okay, so let's go on here. Now, my colleague uh, at Industrial Logic, he's another Agile consultant and mm -hmm. programmer, coach, well-known person named Tim yeah. Ottinger. Tim uh, started to notice that the word faster was causing issues um, and that he started to speak about sooner. Can we get results sooner? Can we focus on learning sooner? Can we get out of this kind of uh, breakneck speed thing where we're going as fast as we can and we're really out of control and speak about getting the results sooner? Now, it's a play on words in some sense. Sooner, if I accomplish something sooner than later, well, hopefully I would say that that was a faster way of, of accomplishing the results, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, a, it's just a different word that you can use um, if you prefer. If you don't like the word speed, maybe you can start using the word sooner instead and saying, let's get things done sooner. Yeah. Um, and this is a lot of people have been scarred by the word faster or by speed or by quickness. They've been scarred by it precisely because it was, wasn't really genuinely agile. It was this kind of haste, right? Hastiness. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's an alternate word to consider is using the word sooner. Now, um, fast food, right? Hey, look at this. Um, but if you look at the long-term effects of fast food, you know, anyone's going to tell you it's going to lead to, you know, it's higher in fat, calories, cholesterol, sodium. Eating too much can cause health risks, high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity. You're not going to see that with one visit to a fast food joint. Yeah. But over time you really can see this and it's invisible to, the, to a large extent. You're eating, you're eating this stuff and you're not even aware of what it can do. So, you know, again, fast food, that's, it's called fast food. We think of it as fast, but it's really hasty food, yep. right? It's, it's not helping us over the long haul. So it's, it's this fake speed, right? Faux speed. Um, be careful of it. So speed is not haste. Let's distinguish those two because we like speed. We think speed's important. What do you like to be what do you like to be fast? I'll ask the audience here. Okay. How about customer service? How many of you here like slow customer service? Kind of a killer, right? Yeah. You sit around waiting for customer service. I mean, you're not a happy camper. No. No, no one likes that. We are, it's very important for us to provide high-speed customer service. Keep our customers happy. Food, right? You know, again, um, we want the food served quickly, but we want it to be high quality. We want it to yeah. be healthy for us and so forth. Mm -hmm. Computers. Who here loves working on slow computers? Nobody. <laughs> How about learning? Do you want to learn quickly? Or do you want the learning? And, and again, learning can take years. Like I, I'm still learning about agility. I'm constantly, you know, trying to improve at my own personal agility. So there's long term. We're going we're gonna to talk about the long term. Short term, though, I want to learn as quickly as I can. Yeah. I want the learning loops to be fast. I, I want it to be minimum, minimize waste as much as possible. I want to learn quickly. 
recovery from, uh, let's say, an accident or you hurt yourself. I want to recover quickly. Phones. Yeah, I want my phone to be fast. Transportation. Sure. Faster the better. As long as it's safe. Yes. Process. I'd like my processes to be fast too. If they're slow, if they're complicated, if they lead to continuing problems, they're not ultimately leading to getting results sooner. Mm-hmm. So I want to look at my process and say, how can it be faster but, but, but while remaining safe? So as an example, um, in our own product, an e-learning product we built ourselves, um, I came back from a conference once really excited about a feature, a feature idea, an ability for the students of our e-learning to communicate with each other via chat. We have a Q&A feature, but what if the students wanted to just spontaneously start chatting with each other on a given page in the e-learning? So I'd learned at this point not to build such a feature right away based on a guess. Instead, I used one of many techniques. This one's called a feature fake. We put, we hard-coded this into every page of our um, e-learning. Every single page had this now. 16 users from four countries are online right now. Join the chat. (laughs) Completely, completely fake. We only wanted 100 people to see it, and then we took it down. This is a feature fake. It's one of many different types of of testing that you can do, high-speed validation of of features. I would not do this all the time because I'd really annoy my customers if I did. But if you clicked join the chat, it brought up a little box. It said, hey, the new group chat feature may be available soon. How likely would you be to use it? Remember, we've done nothing more than just throw a little piece of HTML into a page here asking users to join a chat. We have a little survey, and then we asked, we, we said, oh, we only want 100 people to see this, then we're taking it down. So it was only online relatively short period of time. And the results told us that 22 people clicked on the link, join the, join the group chat. Out of the 22 Only a small fraction of those, I think it was like 14, uh, 15 here, chose to actually take the, uh, you know, take the the survey. And we ultimately saw that, you know, not enough were really that interested in this feature. Hmm. Um, So we decided not to really pursue it. And that basically taught us that, hey, not enough people interested, maybe let's not do this. Okay. So let's reflect on this for a minute. We spent a total of about two to three hours doing this experiment, including all of the programming and analyzing the results, two to three hours to to discover data that told us, let's not do it. Let's not build this feature. It's not important enough. And we all know software that's filled with so many features that we never use, right? We would have had to maintain this code. We would have had to like, you know, write it, test drive it, refactor it. Um, it would have added to our code base, and we decided not to do it based upon this very high speed and safe experimentation. So now, something like this, Josh, this validation, how common or how often do you use something like this? Oh, all the time. I mean, yeah. especially when it comes to entire product ideas. Mm-hmm. We will we will validate whether the entire product idea makes any sense. We will do it in the most inexpensive and fast way possible. 
So we've now done this several times where we've had an idea for a product. We use various techniques like concierge MVP, where we pretend to be the computer and we're doing the work behind the scenes manually, but it looks like a computer is doing it. And we test it out on people and we gather data and interview people and figure out, is this viable or not? Yeah. High-speed experimentation, high-speed learning, speed, mm -hmm. okay? Now, just stepping back for a minute on the feature fake, I could say, wait a minute, wait a minute, Josh, hold on a minute. You were too hasty in making this decision because you didn't uh, A-B test the language. In other words, we only did one test. We put this 16 users from four countries that are online right now join the chat. We didn't try other phrases and other, you know, types of tests for this. In theory, we could have done that as well. So you could have said, well, you kind of, you know, made the decision too hastily. You could have potentially done a few more tests to see if people were genuinely interested. Um, some would even say that, hey, 22% of 100 people, that is 22 people, clicking on join the chat kind of means that maybe you did have something there. You know, so what I'm trying to say here is um, you got to be careful in your experimentation to do it in a way that you think is ultimately safe for making a conclusion. Otherwise, you could argue Pep, that was too hasty as well. Yeah. Again, fine line between speed and haste. Hopefully you enjoyed the first part of Are You Quick? We will finish up Joshua's presentation next week. If you have any questions, please email me at tom at myitcareercoach.com and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. On behalf of Joshua Kiriavsky, I am Tom Henriksen from myitcareercoach.com where we build great tech careers and thanks for watching Tech Career Talk.